Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back, folks. We are joined by Jim Donilon, Louisiana Insurance Commissioner. Jim, welcome to the show. Good afternoon. Glad to be with you. And Jim, on uh, uh, Veterans uh, Day Observed, I want to take this opportunity to thank you for your service to our great country. I appreciate that. I enjoyed it and uh, take pride in it. Thank you, sir. So let's talk about the third round of grants for uh, Fortify for the Louisiana Fortify Homes Program. Surely, absolutely. The legislature, uh, actually a year and a half ago now, in anticipation of the crisis we were going through that had been underway for a year at that point with the down with the landfall of Hurricane Laura um, in 2020 and 13 months later Hurricane Ida uh, both bringing 150 mile an hour winds with them. Uh, uh, Chairman Mike Huval of New Iberia created copied on on what has been in place in Alabama for four years now the Louisiana Fortify Homes Grant Program didn't fund it. Uh, we were sh- still in the throes of tight budgets uh, prior to the uh, stimulus that the state budget got from the rebuild of the 800,000 claims that had to be filed for Laura, Delta, Zeta, and Ida and resulted in $24 billion worth of insurance payments being made to Louisiana property owners, which generated unanticipated surpluses for last year and for the ongoing current fiscal year uh, due to increases in sales tax revenues, uh, income tax revenues, etc. Same thing happened after Katrina and Rita 15 years earlier. So they created, uh, Chairman Huval's bill created the, the program, and during the last regular session, the legislature, out of its surplus of funds, made $30 million of grant money available. And we have been distributing that money for the past, oh, month and a half, uh, starting with 1,500 policies, max of $10,000, but almost all of them end up being $10,000. We did have one this week that came in about $200 under that. The reason it is $10,000 is we know the cost of re- removing a roof from a, from a home and putting a new roof in its place costs more than that. And, and we, like Alabama before us, want to incentivize people to uh, remove a deteriorating roof, uh, maybe an older roof, 
and when replacing it, put something that can withstand the kinds of hurricane winds, 150 miles an hour, that we saw in Lake Charles, Port Fouchon, 135 miles an hour, uh, documented in Grand Isle. And built to that standard, the international, um, um, what, what is it called, the, the international IBHS, international, uh, no, I'm sorry, Insurance Institute for Business and Home Safety. Um, and, and as I said, Alabama's been doing this for four years. They've given out 6,000 grants over those four years, but now have 50,000 homes throughout the state. Start The program started in Mobile. And Baldwin County has now spread to Montgomery, Birmingham, and throughout the state with 50,000 homes now having fortified roofs, certified fortified roofs in place in in that state. Uh, So I I would imagine then round one and round two have been fully subscribed then at this point, right? That's correct. Round one we did kind of taking a small step first, crawling before we tried to run, uh, we did 500 with citizens policyholders only eligible for that 500. And we waited three weeks before we offered in the second round uh, another thousand, which was the the remaining policy uh, grants that were going to be limited to uh, citizens policyholders, 1500 out of the 3000. And when we saw that we could do the back office work of verifying that the people that got in, the the program is done online on a first-come, first-served basis, did in fact meet the minimum requirements. The three primary requirements of of a grant recipient is, number one, they have to have a homestead exemption on their home. Number two, they have to have an active wind or homeowner's policy covering wind uh, damage on their home. And number three, if they're in a FEMA high-risk zone requiring flood insurance for a federally-backed mortgage. They have to have flood insurance, whether there's a mortgage or not, uh, in, in a, a uh, FEMA high-risk zone for exposure to, uh, to flooding events. Uh, there, there are other limitations, such as it is not eligible for new construction. And it's not eligible for condos, mobile homes, and, uh, and as I said, new construction. But it is eligible for duplexes that come with a owner with a homestead exemption on that property. Jim, do you have any feel for whether or not homeowners are having difficulty finding roofing contractors that are actually certified to install a fortified roof? No, and that's a, that's a great question, and and I want I want to make the point have not yet that we do not give the ten thousand dollars to the policyholder to the property owner. The money is paid to the contractor, and we have a list of certified uh, uh, contractors who have gone through the pro- process of pre-certification, copied verbatim from what they've been doing in Alabama uh, with their fortified risk program. Uh, roof program for the past four years. Uh, And we have 80 certified contractors ready and willing to sign up with policyholders who get the grants to do the work. The smaller number, we have 30 certified evaluators. Now, evaluators are necessary and have to be hired by the grant recipient to, number one, go out and inspect the property. There are minimum requirements for the premises to be 
strength uh, strong enough uh, to uh, merit the spending of the ten thousand uh, dollars to put a new fortified standard roof uh, in its on on top of that property. Uh, number two, they have to inspect the roof when the outer layer, the the uh, shingles or the metal roof uh, on top, gets removed. The the contractor has to call out the the evaluator to certify that indeed the removal has taken place and the decking is appropriate for the next step. And then they have to be called out again after the secondary barrier, which is a rubberized adhesive that goes across the entire decking on the roof. It's the second barrier in case some of the shingles or all of the the shingles come off. The second barrier is there to keep the water, the wind-driven rain, from penetrating through the contact points between uh, the sheets of plywood that are typically uh, the decking for, for a roof in, in our state. And that that second barrier, if it's successful, is, is key to preventing the roof damage, leak, or, 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 or shingles being removed from causing the interior to have to be gutted, all the carpeting taken out, all the furniture furnishings taken out, uh, the sheetrock, the walls, and all the way down to the studs. If you can keep a damaged roof from uh, resulting in extensive wet uh, contents on the and in, in interior of the premises, you save 90% of the cost of of uh, the damage from that that hurricane damage. And and by the way. As part of the grant program, the legislature also mandated every insurance company to file by November 1st of of this year. We just finished receiving all of them, over 100 such filings, for what that company's discount they will be offering to policyholders with a new certified fortified roof. And, and State Farm, for example, came in with their discount somewhere between 20 and 25 percent off of the total cost of a homeowner's policy, and the other companies are in that same general range. Alabama, actually, uh, they had Guy Carpenter, a national insurance uh, company, uh, do an evaluation of what the discounts are in Alabama now some four or five years into their program, and they say it's significantly more than the 20 to 25 percent uh, we're expecting companies to be offering at the outset of of the um, uh, the proliferation, hopefully, of uh, fortified, certified fortified roofs. I know that a number of insurance companies. I'm not sure if you heard this that are, are refusing to write renewals and otherwise unless the roof or, or even new business unless the roof on your house is less than five years of age. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I've not heard the, five. I've heard ten, but I've not heard five. It wouldn't surprise me if it were five. I, yeah, I mean, I've been hearing that ten too, and I heard heard it from uh, actually two people in the last three days uh, about mm-hmm. this five year mm-hmm. uh, cap. Is there going to be a move, or do you sense that there'll be a move that that the building codes are going to be altered? Um, uh, because, you know, the existing homeowners right now uh, would be able to be the beneficiary of new homes getting uh, fortified roofs, right? Um, 
because oh, yeah. they look at this from a geographic perspective um, when they're looking at the experience rate here. And, and, and so do you get a sense that we might move to that soon or is I, there no appetite for it? I don't think the legislature would be inclined to mandate anything one way or the other on that. I think uh, I'm not surprised at all to hear that they're as low as five. That's a way of saying we don't want new business unless it's pristine and strong and new. And and, um, um, you know, we're 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 not in, in we don't have much appetite for wind coverage in South Louisiana, for example. Uh, Ten years, same thing, but not as restrictive. And frankly, what I expect to happen in the near, in the immediate future is for companies to start writing more business as we come out of the hurricane season. And they are not uh, at risk of, of um, uh, exceeding their reinsurance coverage, for example. That happened to several companies, in the, including citizens, I might add. Uh, in the past, uh, after in the aftermath of Hurricane Ida. So I think we've been blessed for two years with quiet hurricane seasons. Uh, the incentive program is up and running. We have 35,000 new policies through September 30, and I know we have 7,500 more coming from a second round of takeout that I had citizens do this summer to get as many people out of citizens as fast as possible because of the 63% rate increase I had to approve beginning last January 1. That's hitting 10,000 citizens policyholders each month as they come up for renewal. So I don't think it's going to get tighter. I think it's going to actually soften. And and I've had that conversation with uh, Chairman Talbot of the Senate Insurance Committee and, and Chairman Huval of, of New Iberia House Insurance Committee. We think what we have done in the incentive program and also in Fortify, to a less degree, this will be 3,000 homes improved. And I might add that we've also, since Katrina and Rita, and bless her soul, she's deceased now, but then Governor Blanco passed our first ever statewide building code back then. And the building codes, all building codes in America, are under the International Building Code Council, who every three years come out with upgrades for uh, certified building codes. And we paused one of those three-year upgrades during the pandemic. But this past January, Governor Governor Edwards said, we're going to now make up for that pause. We're going to implement that recommended improvement to our building code that we didn't do during the pandemic. Plus, we're going to do the one that was scheduled for January 1 of this year. So our building code, which we get high marks from insurance companies and reinsurers uh, everywhere I go and talk to companies about our market, they really are impressed with the fact that we did that 15 years ago under Governor Blanco's leadership and have stayed the course through uh, Governor Jindal and Governor Edwards in keeping it up to speed. I will add that Fortify, our our building code requirement, gets to 95% of the quality required, the strength required to get a certified uh, fortified roof uh, on your premise. Do you get the sense, and I, I know this is kind of backward, but I, th- I think it may be true. You know, we're, we're in 
these inflationary times, and obviously interest rates are pretty high, 8.5%, return on your investments um, in whatever instrument goes up, that kind of helps the insurance industry, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It was do, one do of the things. A, do we, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, I was just going to say, do we get a sense that it's it's going to help our premium base? Well, uh, you know, that, that money that's invested is really not the company's money. It is the company's money, but it's, re- it's by law in all 50 states for solvency monitoring. It's required to be, in effect, escrowed against their risk that they take on for their book of business. So mm-hmm. it's there to protect that, that in those policyholders who have automobiles on the road or life insurance policies or, or homeowners policies them to make sure that the company is able to pay on the promises they made when they sold them that, that, uh, that, uh, that policy. But at year end, as they settle claims and they don't use that extra money that they made with their investment, uh, that can be taken as profit by the company. Uh, they're in the business of insurance. And they sure. want to write insurance, and they want to make the profit that comes with writing insurance. So, yes, I think as the market continues to be uh, available for profitable investment, uh, that will help soften the hard market we're going through today. And I might add, everybody's going through it across Amer- across America. I'm going to be on a panel with three of my colleagues on Monday in D.C. that's being sponsored by the Federal Housing Finance Association, uh, uh, Agency, which is Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, on the affordability and availability of insurance nationwide. I'll be joined by my colleagues from the D- District of Columbia, from Rhode Island, uh, from Connecticut, and myself. Uh, Florida was invited, but they were unable to attend. The Reinsurance Association of America will have a panel on the same afternoon of my panel Tuesday morning um, talking about inflation, wildfires, hurricanes, uh, flood, and the, and the increasing cost of flood insurance, uh, availability of coverage, all of those issues. And, and I'm really anxious and looking forward to participating uh, here at the end of my career uh, in that dialogue with Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac about what we're experiencing in Louisiana and what I think can make it better uh, on a go-forward basis. Absolutely. Final thoughts? Just, uh, it's been an honor, honor and privilege to represent and serve the people of Louisiana, 19 years in the, well, five years on the parish council, 19 in the legislature, and now 18 as insurance commissioner. Uh, honor of my life. I appreciate it greatly. I think I'm leaving it better than I found it, and I assure you and your listeners that I've done my best throughout those years uh, to make things better uh, for the folks that have given me the honor of serving them in public office. Thank you, Sheriff. Thank you so much for your public service, and again, thank you for your military service to this great country. We appreciate it. Have a great weekend. You do the same. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. We'll be right back, folks. 504-260-1870 on the Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line. Stay with us. We'll be right back. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.